0: Do I feel like a well, do you bunk?
1: Good morning, Vietnam!
2: I love the smell of my in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I feel the need, the need for speed.
0: Uh, I wish I knew how to quit you.
2: Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do! <laughs>
0: You'll shoot your eye out, kid. What's up, film fans? Welcome to a new episode welcome to renfield and welcome to the cinnamon movie podcast i am one of your hosts juan and i am joined by the cast the crew the 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 fellas zach
1: hey what's going on guys craig
0: yo yo it is a it is a new week it's still hot as hell but uh it will continue to be hot it will continue to be hot, but you know what? On the bright side, we are just five weeks away from September. Can can we at least yep. think? Can we at least think positive about that? Five weeks away from September. One um, well, more
2: Saturday still college football.
0: Craig's ready for some college football. Oh. I'm ready to talk about movies with you guys because it feels like forever since we've been able to have a conversation. But we just talked last week. We did have a fun conversation last week about Star Trek from 2009. It was our Star Trek debut here on the podcast. Go back and listen to it wherever – well, it'll be available on audio this Friday. Um, But you can go back and watch it anywhere on demand on YouTube, live on this EMS Awa Productions YouTube channel, or for everybody out there on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Cinnamon Movie Podcast. You can watch us live on social media, right there live on the Facebook page. Uh, Instagram. (laughs) I am trying to figure out some ways where to get some some multi-camera angled from. Uh, you can watch this hopefully starting soon on Instagram Live. Uh, you can watch this live hopefully on on uh, TikTok soon. So all those different different angles are coming up soon. Don't forget we also have the Summer In giveaway coming up. You can win a case of okc soda you can win a certificate from san marco's mexican restaurant you can win a certificate for two free pizzas at red and blue's pizza and you'll be able to walk away with digital tickets to see any movie of your choice at rodeo cinema Um, and it's going to come with a nice ice chest from cdr electronics to put your six packs of okc soda in there as well so keep listening um hopefully those those uh more details coming soon. It, it is a summer end giveaway, so I would probably be on the lookout for maybe a Memorial Day weekend for that giveaway. Um, in the coming uh, the coming weeks, though, keep a keep a listen out so you can see how to win all all that all those prizes. Um, but Zach, let's start with you. How's uh How's your week been? Good week. Good weekend. Good start to the week. Yeah,
1: good start to the week. Had a good weekend. Um... I'm gonna have another good weekend so yeah just trying to stay cool in the hell months of summer
0: you're already gonna try to have a good weekend how why is it gonna be a good weekend already i mean i'm not i'm not trying to rain on your parade but you already uh you you're already <laughs> how, dare that you, it, how dare you have a, how dare already, you have a good weekend you're already guessing um, it's gonna be a good you're gonna go see barbie ain't you
1: gonna go see barbie i'm actually the biggest thing is i'm actually seeing gabriel iglesias at riverwind on saturday night so this guy Duffy.
0: yep the singer? The ho-ho-ho. Yeah. <laughs> well, which the, Iglesias is that? The comedian. The co- oh, the yeah, 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 comedian. okay. Well, yeah. I thought... Oh, well, hold on a second. Hold on. Timeout. I only have one arm. No, now. You, were you, were not, on. On. you were not talking about Enrique Iglesias. There you go. Enrique, Enrique Iglesias. Iglesias. Gabriel
1: Iglesias.
0: He was just at a sold-out L.A. stadium just a few years ago. How is he at Riverwind? Why isn't he not like at a bigger venue?
2: People make stops. All if you're passing all through, over. you 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 get the venue you can because sometimes people book up venues that uh, in in the city that you're wanting to be at at a certain date. Because say you're in yeah. Kansas City on a Sunday, you're you're in Dallas on a Thursday. You want a Monday or Tuesday where you can make some extra money. Yeah.
1: I'm, happens, like so. I'm sure, I'm sure he would want to do like. Uh, the Civic Center or Paycom because I'm sure he'd sell out real quick with that, but you know things are already booked, so you got to make the in, best in, of it. In,
0: in six months, Zach has went and seen Tim Allen and Joaquin Glacius, Gabriel Gabriel Iglesias. Gabriel.
2: Joaqu- Joaquin is the Oklahoma receiver, and Rico is the singer that you thought. <laughs> was he was initially talking about this is
1: Gabriel
0: fluffy <laughs> i just know him as fluffy then that's that's, fluffy. that's my bad i should have said fl-
1: sorry to sorry to put you in confusion state mode dude fluffy you know, see fluffy saturday
0: i've had so many different kind of uh things inside me lately i'm a little confused i'm a little dis- discombobulated uh craig what about you you uh you get ready for the weekend too you going to go see anything um i had plans to go see
2: uh, barbie and oppenheimer yesterday i was planning on leaving work a little early work's just been pretty pretty busy um so uh probably gonna do tomorrow uh oppenheimer's no longer in the dolby after as of 3 p.m today so
0: you don't need to see it in the dolby i want it to shake my seat oh it's gonna shake you no matter where you're sitting at brother but you yeah. you need to see that's it that's true you need but to I, see it I tomorrow. wanted the Dolby
2: because the Dolby has reclining seats. It's it's.
1: Well, you, you can go see I mean, Barbie I, I, and Dolby.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be the uh, the Ninja Turtles movie
0: tomorrow. Is that already? Oh, that does already come out. Well, that's
1: like another two weeks. What's in there right now? No, Ninja Haunted, Turtles. Is Haunted tomorrow. Mansion. No, Ninja Turtles don't come out till like early August. I just looked at it.
2: Maybe it was a, a early showing.
0: But you guys can check out the Summer End Giveaway coming up soon. Uh, just keep an eye on the socials. Twitter is at Cinnamon405. The Instagram is all one word, Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Mm. The email is Cinnamon921 at gmail.com. And then you're watching us live here on Facebook.com forward slash The Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Um, we, we got a, a pretty fun packed show for you guys. We're going to talk our top five suckers. Uh, top five vampire movies. We're also going to discuss some recent right. watches. I'm going to the date. Um, I'm going to rapid fire go through mine before. Uh, if you guys want to talk about anything, just let me know. We can we can stop and talk about them. Uh, I finished the bear season two. Mm. Phenomenal. It was just as good, if not probably a little bit better than season one. And you guys know that I absolutely uh, adored Season 1. Uh, for some reason, I got into a Ghostbusters kick. Watched Ghostbusters 1 and 2, the female-casted one. Terrible. I wanted to take it out of my Blu-ray player and just burn it. Um, Scooby-Doo 1 and 2, Ladybird, Scream 6 giveaway is on the socials, so go check it out. Uh, Tesla, uh, Blazing Saddles, first time ever watch. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Renfield to get ready for today. Money Monster, The Shallows, Daybreaker, Tar, which was a pretty fun watch. The Lost Boys, Oppenheimer. Uh, if I had to recommend anything, it's 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 Oppenheimer. Go check it out. It's 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 probably the best movie I've seen so far this year. Um, and I think I think it's. You guys know I'm a huge, like, Dark Knight fan, but I really do think if I'm not including the Dark Knight, I think this is Christopher Nolan's best movie he's ever done. And I think it's his most important movie he's ever done. So that's spoiler-free. Craig, I know you haven't seen it yet, but you have to go see it this weekend as soon as possible.
2: I'll I'll try to go – it looked like the seventy millimeter was pretty good. I, I I need to find out the difference between IMAX and seventy millimeter.
1: Zach will tell
0: you. Zach mm-hmm. what's the
2: difference.
1: I mean, the main difference is, is I it mean, just obviously film you? You, No, it's just 70 millimeter Christopher Nolan, the way he explained it is that you want like it's almost like greater detail and depth into the film. Almost okay. to the point where like everything you see is like almost entirely in your eyes, even in the no. peripheral vision. It's no, everything.
0: I had a nitpick. We both worked at a movie theater. Yep. Is it the movie theater's responsibility to clean up the film before they run it through the projector?
1: Oh yeah. Especially if it's he shot this on film, especially with seventy millimeters. So I would think that you would. So well, did not, you see a dirty copy of it? That's what I'm kind of
0: nitpicking about. So because I don't know. because of you know, they did the whole switch over from digital with the previews and and with the, you know, Welcome to AMC. It was digital, right? So after that, they took about probably, I'm going to say 60 seconds to two minutes to switch in from digital to film. And in a lot of scenes, there was a lot of black splotches from, it looked like dust from that Mm -hmm. was on the film. And it looked like there was probably some, you know, I think that's what it was. Um, it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of going to like a drive-in and watching movies on the drive-in from back in the day. Oh, wow. So, so I don't know if they just didn't wipe down the film before they ran it through or if it was just some dust. But probably two or three times in the movie when there was a plain white background behind Cillian, Cillian Murphy. And like probably when there was some uh, open wide shots of them being outside, there was there's some of those splotches
2: i mean it can you blame them the the freaking film it's huge huge (laughs) massive but uh
0: i I mean other than other than that like it was it was phenomenal it was uh like i know you said you've seen it too and uh yeah yeah. did you like the theater I, i did like the theater the theater's the theater's phenomenal um I honestly – it makes me want to just drive the extra 15, 20 minutes to go to that specific one um, just because it was clean, it was cool, it was dark. Um, when you watched the movie, when
2: you went in, was it the, the IMAX on the left side or was it the one before the Dolby on the right side?
0: It's the one all the way down to the left.
1: Oh, so it's not even by the IMAX. Is, is it just like a regular like a regular seating No, he, he
0: went
2: to Quail. He
1: right. He went to right. Quail, yeah. Right.
2: It's inside. Mm-hmm. um they they just have like right when you walk in they have three main there's like IMAX on the right IMAX on the left and then the
0: Dolby yeah oh you know what then i don't think they showed the 70 millimeter on IMAX
1: it didn't they, because it was like i think it was IMAX it's i'm looking at the times for tomorrow or friday it's, it, it has like regular IMAX and there's like 70 millimeter so yeah, i'm uh, wondering the 70 wondering millimeter is not on IMAX Oh, okay. That's
0: interesting. Okay. It was in it was in uh, theater room twelve. Oh, yeah. That's different. Oh, so it was
1: just it was just a regular theater then. That's interesting. Uh, from I mean, regardless, I mean, regardless, it's it it,
2: it, it is just a a normal. It's not IMAX. From from what what I I
0: heard, from what I heard though, uh, digital is IMAX and Dolby, and then the 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 seventy millimeter, if you can find it. Uh, in Oklahoma is being played in a regular theater. The guy behind us drove all the way from Wichita, Kansas just to watch it in 70, 70 millimeter. millimeter. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's not wow. many places
0: doing the 70. No. No. So
1: I think I want to say when um, Quentin Tarantino did Hateful Eight, I think that was in 70 millimeter. I think that, that was shown at Quell uh, as well. So And
0: from what I understand and heard last night, uh, that theater room 12 is the only theater at least... In that area of Oklahoma City. That still runs 70 millimeter. Yeah. So that's wow. why it's not in IMAX or Dolby.
2: Wow. So. Impressive.
0: It was um, impressive though. Um, and you know what? This movie to me. Recertified. Robert Downey Jr. As probably I one did. of the greatest actors. Of this fucking generation. Because you're so caught up. On Tony Stark and Iron Man. I forgot how well of an actor this dude was because he's yeah. so out of his comfort zone in this movie, but he nails it. Not to mention the cameo from certain people, the cameos in this movie are just amazing. Well, I, th-
2: I think yeah. the main thing with him is his last five or six showings on film have been uh, Dr. Doolittle and Marvel movies. Yeah. So, I mean, you're... that's true you had a bad taste with Dr. Doolittle and then Marvel, you just kind of know him for the one character we're going back to, to when he's actually portraying something new, you know what I mean? So,
1: yeah,
0: but it was, yeah, uh, I mean, it was, it was great.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll follow that up. Um, it, it You know, I, I had sent you a things, Johnny, saying that I was starting my Rotten Tomatoes journey, just like reviewing films. Nice. I put in there, this is Christopher Nolan's most complex and well-crafted movie i've seen in a long long time um i, I mean all he, all everything he does is incredible but this i totally agree with you it's just it's so prevalent in today's world especially with the subject matter um it's shot great the performances craig you asked me after i got out what was the best performance out of silly murphy robert downey jr was great emily blunt was really really good matt damon florence Pugh, and like you said johnny like I feel like they got like 30 main star actors just to do like a one minute scene all throughout the film. It it was, it was so much fun to watch.
2: I was watching some of the, uh, like the actors talking about it and they were like, Mm -hmm. you know, they all kind of were asked by Christopher Nolan and Matt, uh, Matt Damon was even like, I told my wife I was on hiatus unless Christopher Nolan calls and he happened to call. He didn't even know, but they were all just like, we knew going in that working with Christopher Nolan, we needed to bring excellence, and it sounds like that's what happened.
1: This, it they is. all
2: just delivered there again. I mean, it,
1: if this was, if the Oscars were tomorrow, this would win everything. I mean, truthfully, and it still, it still is probably will be a good contender this year. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. We all
0: enjoyed *Tenet*, but this movie yeah. made *Tenet* look like a joke.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, didn't it its nitpicks. It was unique in its own <laughs> way, but we all had our own sort of nitpicks with it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited did, to see. Did
0: this movie need to be? And I'll leave I'll leave it with this because this is going to turn into a, an I'm Oppenheimer episode. I'll leave it with this at least for my point. Did it need to be three hours? No, but the importance of each hour was phenomenal.
1: Yes, and and I'll I'll do my recent the other recent watches capitalize on that um my only nitpick like you know we talked about it in the, in the text message thread Craig I mean you're totally right there were so many people involved with the Trinity project and the Manhattan project that it makes sense that, that they try to do as much characterization as they can um but to me I, I don't know how you felt Johnny but at some points I just kind of felt lost or just like forgot like how each character is like woven into this but that's just a small nitpick. I mean, like I said, it's totally worth to go see in the theater, spend the money, go see in 70 millimeter IMAX wherever you can. Um, my other recent watches, I was doing a rewatch of the Insidious movies. Those movies, I told you not to. <laughs> it they they get it's like diminishing returns each one. Progressive worse, you, yeah. Yeah, I know what you said about the the about the new one, but I just wanted to refresh myself. And the last one, the other thing I'd recommend is the Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe. I thought that, that was, was good, a huh? pretty, pretty fun movie, yeah. Yeah.
0: Craig, would you check anything out worth uh, mentioning? Before? Um, I haven't
2: really been able to. I, I've just been on the go a lot. Um, so, kind of leading into that, being on the go, we're giving um, you a lot of homework subjects. Then I've yeah. I, I've, I've played the crap out of Luigi's Mansion on the, the Nintendo Switch because it's portable. Uh, I've just had a blast playing that game. So, that and Renfield today, uh, I was able to sneak that in during my day. Um, and honestly, just kind of like listening to sports radio and stuff like that. Just anything I can get on the game. Getting ready for that season. Yeah, it's just, it, it's hard to kind of. Watch stuff, but like on the go and in between. That's kind of what I've been doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, the new A twenty four movie. I'm gonna probably see that before or after Barbie this weekend. Was so that those hands? Are, uh, Talk
1: to me. Talk to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I might sure. be seeing that on Friday. So
0: I know for sure I'll be going through that as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you guys want to, don't forget check out some recent watches and recommendations from um, at least my viewings on the Twitter at cinnamon four zero five and then the Instagram heavily Instagram slash the cinnamon movie podcast. Um, you know, a bunch of ideas that come from both recent watches and the top five. Um, so that's why we share them, you know, uh, bring them up. They can become a, a subject matter. And I was thinking about this a little bit today. I was going to talk to you guys about this off camera, but might as well. We share everything with everybody who listens and watches. Um, I think we should we take out the Dark Knight movies. We should review every single one of Christopher Nolan's movies leading up to November, and then November December talk about Oppenheimer when it comes out on on Blu-ray. I'm doubt can, that. We, can
2: we wait? That, who hasn't? Is Ed the only one that hasn't or will won't be seeing it in theater? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, if he sees it, I say we do it a little bit early. The way you guys are talking it up.
1: Yeah, I mean because, if, if uh, it doesn't see because I know Craig you really want to see it. If he doesn't see it, I say we just do an episode. Without, I, know, because I think I think what, it'd be a really cool conversation. That's when it's better. coming
0: out is it's it comes out in, in November. And I was gonna I, I was just gonna say, Hey, let's just start with the very first one and go all the way up to Oppenheimer. I was and gonna that, go in chronological order.
1: That's a, we've done we've with, done some of them though. No, we've how, only done
0: the we've only done the Dark Knight movies and Tenet.
2: With how Inception. fast movies are, are coming out, I coming out in you know, in November for digital is seems like a lifetime away. Yeah, you know because movies are like in theater; they leave theater, they're on digital.
0: Yeah. Not Oppenheimer.
2: I know. Speaking but like, of it's...
1: speaking of which, let's just talk about that for a second. The whole Barbie Heimer situation. They said that was the fourth highest grossing weekend ever in film. I mean, that, that's that's funny. pretty incredible, based off a of meme essentially.
2: Well, Well, and and it came down to you're probably getting couples that are like, I'll go see Barbie with you if you go see Oppenheimer with me, and so they're just double dipping on everybody's couples because the movies are so polar oppos opposite, and you know, Barbie's directly, you know, one gender is wanting to look at this and another, you know, it's just I think it's a very unique situation.
0: Uh, Tour, and let's let's kind of go into this before we talk to top five. To where you have the most powerful weekend in cinema in the last recent memory, compared now with the strike, you know, Dune is talking about being pushed back to March of 2024. A lot of other movies are going to probably be pushed back. This strike could be as as detrimental. It it could, yeah, it could be so bad to where it could almost be like another pandemic for movie theaters.
2: Yeah, because if you think about it the longer this goes on the more time that movies are either going to be rushed and they're not going to be good or they're going to be delayed. And there's not going to be really anything to watch in the theaters. And that's just no good for anybody.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Cause I, I, I saw a thing online saying that this strike could, it could easily go to 2024. And if that's the case, I mean, every, like you said, this could be a really new pandemic. I mean, everything get pushed back and we get just, Shitty quantity bunch instead of, of quality,
2: or, or a bunch of reshowings of old movies. Yeah, be like, <laughs> I, I just a, a random movie, like, uh, uh, just a random bad movie, like Twilight 10 year anniversary or, or 15. I mean, I'm not saying Twilight's bad because.
1: I mean they're showing Toy Story right now at the Warren for Disney's one hundredth anniversary thing. I, I saw that I was looking
2: on AMC to see if there's any
1: showings because it would be I was like I was like Craig that. I was like Craig like Ugh, got that got his tickets first row.
2: <laughs> I do already have my ticket for uh Gran Turismo. So I'm I'm gonna that, take that, off.
1: That looks pretty good, honestly.
2: Did, was there a trailer before Oppenheimer?
1: No, the big trailer. No, the big trailer that we got before Oppenheimer. I don't know if Johnny got it. Was the new Exorcist believer or something okay. like that. So,
2: well, looks like he's having some technical difficulties. Maybe his computer shut off. Um,
0: so we can get ready to oh, uh, start with the top five if you guys want.
1: Let's do it. Uh oh. Top five vampire movies,
0: um. No honorable mentions this time, uh, at least for me, but I am going to rapid fire through mine, and we can kind of talk about some of the lists if you guys want to. Um, I have Vampires Kiss from 1988, from Dust Till Dawn 1996, Buffy the Vampire Slayer from 1992, Interview with the Vampire, and then number one is Lost Boys for me.
1: Good list uh my top five number five vampires from 1998 Nosferatu number four the the Fright Night remake from 2011 and the original 1980s one is pretty good let me in with Chloe Grace Moretz from 2010 I thought was really good and then the one the reason why we're talking about Renfield today Dracula from 1931
0: so that's number one
1: yep that's number one
0: Craig can't hear you
2: Oh uh yeah. Never mind. Um I'll just like you wrap your fire through mine. Uh Don't Hate Me, uh Twilight number five. Uh Underworld number four, Blade number three, uh, Fright Night, the remake number two, and uh you know what? I'm Renfield number one. I, I really enjoyed oh, Renfield. Nice.
0: nice. Um so let's let's kind of talk about Renfield then. Um, it's got a six point four on IMDb, fifty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, fifty three is the Meta, seventy eight percent the Google users love it. Uh, with an April fourteenth, twenty twenty three release date? Um, twenty six million at the box office. Sixty five million uh, was the budget. So um, Renfield, like Renfield, Dracula's henchman and uh, inmate at the Sun asylum for decades longs for a new life from away from his count uh, his various demands and all the bloodshed that comes from them so renfield tries to escape and he tries to lead his life um, without the toxic relationship starring nicholas holt nicholas cage aquafina ben schwartz and directed by chris mckay Zach, you got to see this in theaters. Did you – it sounds like you enjoyed it the second time around.
1: Yeah, Um, saw this in the theater when it came out in April. It was kind of smushed in between uh, Super Smash uh, – not Super Smash – Mario Brothers and um, Evil Dead Rise and all them. Super Smash Brothers. Um, I guess I'm just looking forward to the sequel, Maybe, I guess. maybe pretty soon. Maybe. <laughs> um. You know what? Like when they first announced this, I was just like, you know what? This could be a cool idea. We're kind of doing this spin the mythology on the Dracula character. Not only just Dracula, but like his, his, that character Renfield. And when I first saw the trailer, I was just like, okay, this is kind of like a fever dream of a fever dream of a movie. I was like, okay, this could be really fun. Salt in the theater. Had a lot of fun with it. I, I have a nitpicks, but probably just my own irritation with it. And on this watch, it was about the same. I liked it. Had fun with it. Um, there are still stuff that I wish they could take out, and other things that I thought really, really worked. So, what about you guys?
0: Uh, I did not see it in the theater. I enjoyed it and I had fun with it the first time around, um, but I was a little just uh, disappointed this the second time watching it. So,
2: yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I think there are some nitpicks. Um, Especially with the the budget of the film, but I think this could be one of those that becomes cult classic ish. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think this has the making to be like it, it's it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be one of those movies that did poorly at the box office, but then by the time it comes around and and. I just think it's going to be one of people's not only favorite Nick Cage movies, but but kind of like a niche uh, com- comedy horror. Yeah, uh, it, it was. I, I think it fits in a very small sort of like category of, of film, but I, I
0: think it's pretty good. I know. I know what I really loved about it was the full fun concept of it being a direct sequel showing Nick Cage in the version of the 1930s, Dracula making it look mm-hmm. like he was, you know, it was a, an exact direct sequel. Um, I just think, and we'll get into it some more, but uh, you guys think that people are just catching on when it comes to box office and budget? Cause it made nothing. Oh, it's a Universal movie. I'll just check it out on Peacock in a few weeks.
1: Yeah, I think unfortunately that's the society that we live in now. Because I mean it. <clears throat> I mean, we just got done talking about Oppenheimer. That's a Universal movie, and I'm sure they'll be on Peacock sometime, probably October, or you know, because it's making so much money, it, it'll last longer in the theater. But this, you know, when I told people at work I was saying this, it's like, what is that? Is it? Ew? And then I said it's a Nicolas dra- It's a Nicolas Cage Dracula movie. They're just like, no. <laughs> I'm good i'll I'll wait for it to be on streaming
2: yeah no the I mean that's that was my that's why I didn't go see it in theaters like it looked interesting mm-hmm. but I was like Nick Cage is Dracula like it looked cheesy as the, in the previews but mm-hmm. as I'm watching it I was like he he really fits this role and I'll it tell you sense. one thing about i i I was dreading watching the guy play Renfield because I didn't really care for him in the the menu. Um, oh, yeah. Nick, I, I Nick said the cool. menu, yeah. I said in the menu he he really just bugged me. He irritated me. I didn't really care for him. He was the bright spot in this film for me. I really enjoyed his his play on his character, the the kind of uh you know narration of his character at some points. I, I really enjoyed him more than I did um, Aquafina was there, pretty close, but more, him more than I did. Nick Cage, even though I well, did, I and, think Nick Cage is pretty good.
1: Well, and that's the thing because, like, and let, let's get into it because there's, I, like, I boil this movie down to half where it's the relationship between Renfield and Dracula, and then Aquafina and the the um, Lobo crime family. the The first half where it's just the relationship, I think, is brilliant. It really, really works. I think Nicolas Cage is so—he's so awesome. He's just being Cage, so, cool. so Um, But they really hold him back. This could have been the whole thing, but I think it really, really worked that they just used him selectively. But the Aquafina Lobo crime family stuff. Aquafina is really—it's really, it's really he, she's she's good in the movie. It's just I didn't care about that plot line.
0: Nope. I I was excited. So, and I really I think that's what it was for me the first time around when i first watched it i was such a huge i was on that nick cage binge i was yeah. like you know aquafina's so good and that i enjoyed it that much more but like this time around i was like i just did not enjoy the crime family scenes i didn't enjoy that she was out for revenge with the lobo family um it, even though the movie's only an hour and a half it felt like two distinct different films in in one yeah. movie and I kind of wish it was, ju- I kind of wish it was, I mean, the title of the movie is Renfield. I understand that you have to, you have to create his relationship outside of Dracula with somebody else. But it just did not do it for me this this time around. I, I wish it, the movie was strictly about Renfield and Dracula. Not Renfield, the crime family, Aquafina, and then Dracula. Speaking okay. of... Uh, a direct sequel, Zach. I wanted to ask you this since you're the, the big Universal Monsters fan. Like do you did you enjoy that opening of of uh
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah I mean that was that was the best part of the movie. The fact that it was just so they really went back and just did the aesthetic of a nineteen thirties monster universal monster movie. I thought it was brilliant. And it didn't feel it didn't feel jarring in any sense of the word. Like I thought like oh, okay <laughs> That's just Nicolas Cage, and they just replaced him right where he stands, where Bella Lugosi is and all that. It just worked. It just felt like, yeah, this makes sense. It felt natural, and it was just like, okay, yeah, so this is... They did that back in the 1930s, and they've had this relationships for the last almost 100 years. That makes total sense to me. Yep. And I like how they kind of took the... Like when... Renfield has to find blood or food for Dracula. I like how they talk about the purity of blood. Like if you're a bad person, like it weakens him. But if you're like pure and innocent, it makes him stronger. And he's able to get to full force real quick. I thought that was kind of a a good creative move.
0: Do you think people just don't care about the universal monsters anymore? Because this isn't like the first time that one of these movies haven't made money. I mean, let's go back and look at... Uh, the Tom Cruise mummy movie. Let's go back and look at The Invisible Man. Even though The Invisible Man was good and it came out in a pandemic, it was still, I mean, you know, every single single attempt that Universal makes at a monster movie, it does horribly at the box office, and it's just not anybody's cup of tea. Everyone. I think they should just stop. (laughs)
1: Listen, when they announced that they were, when that Tom Cruise mummy movie was going to be the start of like a universal monsters cinematic universe i was like let's go i think that'd be a really cool idea but it you're right i I think it's just no one cares those movies are 100 years old no one cares about them at all unless you're just doing like a a dracula frankenstein wolfman thing which i guess the next one is going to be ryan gosling i guess he's going to be the wolfman at, at some point um but it just I hate it because those movies could be so much fun. Like the Benicio Del Toro Wolfman movie is actually a really fun adapta- uh, updated version of that.
0: They are fun, but, but nobody nobody goes to see them. Nobody cares. I mean, the Universal yeah. Monsters should stay in the 30s where they belong.
1: Yeah, I mean... I agree or, that they, des- they deserve a reboot, but it's not going to happen.
2: Why don't they just try to redo it with... Like the opening of, of this movie, where it's set in that sort of era, and the, the film quality looks like that.
0: I, I agree. Know, it has like, that
2: nostalgic?
0: If if they would have opened, you know, if they did, if this one would have kept going that way that the, that it opened, and you wouldn't have met, you know, uh, you wouldn't have met Rebecca's, you know, daddy issue storyline, and you wouldn't have met the the Lobo family. And let's let's face it, if you get Ben Schwartz to play your your lead gangster, I, I could not take that guy serious at all. I, mean, I know he's not meant to, but, but
2: I, I think that's the whole thing about this movie is it's it's mixing a a niche sort of comedy with a horror classic. I don't think it was meant to be the 1930s or whatever Dracula. <laughs> it, it's meant to be some sort of um you know you know relationship gone wrong, and you know maybe that's just modern day There, the modern day twist on it, but i i
1: I thought it was funny i I liked it no i mean I agree there are parts of the movie that are really funny, but when you get Ben Swartz who uh does the voice of Sonic to be your main villain, I'm just like, okay, you know, I get he's kind of just an idiot, but it's just it doesn't. You just like that that character automatically gets so annoying that you can't you can't not only take him seriously but I just don't like him as a character.
2: Personally, I liked it. <laughs> I don't, maybe maybe this movie is directed directly for me, but I liked a lot of I like I liked a lot about this movie.
0: <laughs> I liked a lot of the comedy, you know, in the movie, and I liked how lighthearted it was, but I just couldn't. <clears throat> I didn't like the, the storyline for Rebecca and,
1: and the Lobo family. And I'm not I saying it, I wanted this to be serious. It was just, I enjoyed the the dark comedy of the, the, the abusive relationship between the two characters. I thought that was, it worked really well. It's just the other half of the movie. I just didn't like. Yeah. I thought at the
2: end when Dracula met the Lobo mom, the, the head mm-hmm. mom, whatever was funny. i i thought they were gonna be like past relationship type of thing where he went because he was like oh nice to meet you and i thought she was gonna be like long time no see or something like that i i thought there was gonna be a weird connection somehow some way
1: between them at the end uh, yeah what'd you guys think about like the campy violence in this like the over the overuse of cgi blood what'd you think about that
2: i, I thought like, it was fun that was one of my nitpicks. Was the CGI blood looked terrible?
0: It did look terrible,
2: but it was mm-hmm. it, it kind of fits the the movie. It, it's cheesy, right? But I, I mean, it's I wasn't expecting. Uh, I mean, I saw the clip where the dude put the fork in the dude's neck, Ben Schwartz neck, and all that, and you mm. know, Aquafina is like, did you just cut that guy's arms off with a platter? Like, I I heard and saw that in the trailers. I didn't know it was going to be this uh, sort of um, Shaun of the Dead ish style violence.
1: Yeah,
2: and, and maybe that's why I like it because it's I, I I think Shaun of the Dead is
0: hilarious. Yeah, I love Shaun of the Dead, but I don't know. Maybe I mean, yeah, you I know, laugh, I, th- I laugh hysterically at Shaun of the Dead, but I had a, I had a hard time kind of living through this second watch today. I don't know. And I think the it the second half the last 30 minutes for me were kind of cringing cringeworthy.
1: I just think that it maybe because I maybe it's I think it's just a one time viewing movie maybe maybe that's it I it's just yeah I, I had fun it with moving forward, I, yeah like I the first time I watched it I was like this was fun this was different this was a cool idea um I have nitpicks about it but that's fine the second time, you're just like, this is kind of a drag to get through, to be honest.
0: I could see that. So. Um, what did you guys think of the uh, the shootout whenever uh, Renfield saves Rebecca from getting shot and killed? And, you know, uh-huh. uh, he, he's like, she saw me for me.
1: So he oh, goes yeah. through this
0: whole change of uh, his makeover and just... You know, he, I'm going to stop eating bugs today. Change of clothes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> which, which, by the way, I like. That's another thing that they did with the mythology in the original Dracula. Renfield's just eating insects all over the place. Insects all over the place. And in this one, when he eats the insects, it like gives him his power, which I thought I thought that was a really cool idea. So
0: speaking of Dracula, aren't we just a few weeks away from another new Dracula movie?
1: Yep, the last voyage of the Demeter, August. The 11, last yeah. voyage,
0: which, which, from what I understand, this is another direct sequel from when Dracula's in the boat, right on the way. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's a singular chapter in the story in the in the novel of Dra- or the story of Dracula where they take his coffin from Transylvania to London, and I mean, if you've ever seen any iteration of Dracula, you know what happens on the ship. All basically, all hell breaks loose, and judging by the trailer. Yeah, right. Judging by game. the trailer, it's oh my god, <laughs> it is Universal, so it is possible. But this, the way the trailer set up, and it looks like to be just like a really, just a, a,
0: flight like on a
1: boat. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, I'm probably gonna see it, so I'm I'm excited about it.
0: When does that come out, Zach? Does it come out in the in September?
1: August, August the 11th. Oh, so here in about no. th- two weeks. Two Which why would you say that? Why wouldn't you save that? Here's a here's a rant for you, Johnny. Why aren't you saving Last Voyage of the Demeter and the Haunted House for October? Why why that you could make a bunch of money for those movies?
0: I think the Haunted House they just wanna it's they wanted it's that Disney. Summer slot. Yeah, they wanted that summer slot before kids go back to school.
2: Well and honestly, what other kids movie is out right now? Elemental? And that's almost out, out of the theater, yeah. I don't know of any other... Because I was wanting to take Adley. I don't know of any other kids movie that's out right now.
1: Take her to see Oppenheimer. She'll be fine.
0: (laughs) Take her to see Barbie. No. (laughs) Turtles comes out in a few weeks.
1: Yeah, that's true. Turtles
0: might be a good one.
1: I think Turtles
2: might be one that i take her to.
1: I like how Turtles is like the the Puss in Boots animation type style. It looks looks pretty cool.
2: I, I don't... I'm going to put it in the same category of thought as I did for the first Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. or yeah. Into the Spider-Verse, that is the first one. Uh, I-, I thought the art style was going to be kind of bad and not enjoyable, but I, I now thoroughly enjoy that art style. So maybe this will be on that same uh, pedestal, so to speak. Yeah.
0: What about you guys? Uh, do you guys have any comments or concerns? Did you guys like the makeover in the studio apartment scenes? That comes in the studio apartment. He's just, where's where's my food?
1: And he's just drinking yeah. like a blood martini. Yeah.
2: It, it was just, it's funny t- to you know. At a point, you know, you're. It's like a, a couple that's been together for so long. Like you're just completely tired of the other person's BS, and just like mm-hmm. kind of like I need to change. I need to reinvent myself it's kind of like what was happening in this and so it's like it's like couples therapy almost like you're i don't want to be a part of what you're doing anymore i want to be
1: and i like how nicholas plays nicholas cage plays it it's just like oh you need therapy. like you're the you're like yeah. i'm 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 the problem or you're the problem it's just like it's just, like, it's just like, go back and forth <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and that's the thing it's just like When Cage is allowed to be cagey every so often, it really works, and it's hysterical. But when it gets too much, you're just like, okay, that's enough. What did you guys think
2: of the um, the makeup and costume design uh, after he when he got burnt, and you see that little close up of him where he's like completely Ah. burnt to crisp? And then it reminded uh, me that one scene whenever he's uh, kind of you know regenerating.
0: It reminded me of the mummy from where I, you get him where he's all gooey and ooey and he slowly starts becoming full power. Like that's what it kind of reminded me of. So I thought it was pretty cool. Like anytime you see I, those, those are the best parts for me. Anytime yeah. you see Nick cage, like, like Zach said, doing cagey things, you know, he'll do the, the, Ooh, you know, the, the wow, you know, stuff like that. I, I, I enjoyed those parts.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just, I, I thought the makeup does was, was really well done. For those scenes.
1: um, Yeah, I like how it was like a even like the one where like he's all like mulching or whatever after he got burnt, it looked like real practical makeup and it looked good. I mean it, you know, they actually spent time to put time into it. What do you think about the um obviously I think the obviously it's in the trailer, but the attack where he goes and attacks the uh the support group (laughs) where Where he's just like, Oh, you're Winfield's boss. And it was just like, no, I'm Dracula.
2: <laughs> yeah. It 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 was it's weird because it's like, I you're I don't think you're supposed to like it, but you do. And it's yeah. like it's that's that's the feeling of Nick Cage. Like you think that it's supposed to be bad, but it's his twist on it was funny. And um, I like how they layered it. Like you think in the movie that's gonna be towards the very beginning oh, but yeah. I like how that's kind of like a midway, spoiler alert uh, midway scene where he's kind of, you know, he's gone to the meetings once or twice, he's kind of built up his own like I can be my own person thing and then that's when he comes to after his world domination plan that Renfield helped him
1: on a sticky note
2: yeah, <laughs> that was funny too, The Dracula and Renfield
1: yeah See, and that's the thing. Like I said, there are there are things in this movie that work and they're funny and you want more of it, but like I said, it's almost like a 50-50 of like if you do too much of it, then it just gets tiresome after a while.
0: If you had to pick, uh, you know, going towards the end, the whole thing is saving Kate, saving the sister. Um, Those last 15 minutes I thought were pretty... I thought the last second to last 30 minutes were kind of atrocious but I did enjoy the the Renfield Dracula fight off scene. Um,
1: I like how he ripped his his fangs out. I thought that was cool.
0: Oh yeah. Fangs through the hands.
1: Mhm.
0: Dracula is just I think it's it's just not a touchy subject but I I just think it's so hard to pull off like <laughs> When you get a Dracula movie and it's got Nick Cage, you're like, Nick Cage is Dracula. I'm super down for this. It's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be fun. That's exactly what it was for me the first time. Um I don't know. I just I really do think it was just the Lobo storyline, just kind of threw me yeah. off.
1: Yeah. And that's it. I mean, that like I said, like that's the other half of that movie, and I just I just don't like it. I just don't think it was needed. But again, what are you gonna if you're gonna? One of the positives is that I'm glad this movie is only like an hour and thirty minutes. Oh yeah. With, I mean, without credits, it's probably like an hour and twenty five, and that is really yeah. to its uh, power to it. So, uh, you know,
2: pro pros of the movie. I think the fighting scenes were done really well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it looked like they were actually. You know, it didn't look like cheesy choreography or anything like that. It was it looked like it was an actual. Um, you know, well done fight scene. Um, cons, I, I think it kind of fades in the second half. I agree with you guys. It does sort of fade. And then just the, the kind of CGI explosions or blood explosions, I think those were kind of rough at some points. Some of it was good, some of it was bad.
0: If this would have just stayed to be a canty horror comedy instead of let's make it an action adventure horror comedy. I think it would have been a lot better. Like, if they almost went, like Craig, you brought up, uh, like, if they would have just almost stayed in that uh, zombie land slash, uh, if they just stayed in that kind of realm. You know what what I mean?
2: Wasn't he in a movie before where it's like uh, he meets a girl and she falls in love with him or something like that? Wasn't he a zombie in that?
1: Isn't that the same actor? Isn't that
0: the same actor? Yep. Yep.
1: If they stayed so he, in that kind of
0: comedy realm, I think it would have been fine. I didn't think you yeah, needed so he, to add the action, adventure, cop shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I Nicholas Cole, Nicholas Hall. I, I do think he's a good actor. Um, he can definitely play like the awkward, lovey-dovey, big doe eye type person that wants to fall for the girl. I think he, he's good at that, and I know. Craig your your problem with the menu is he's the problem with the menu is that he's just so outlandish and ridiculous that it just takes away from the film yeah. but but again that's just I think that's just the how the character is written I, I don't blame him for that but you know
2: they should have made him just like I think my problem with that is like he's so borderline like could be taken seriously could be kind of crazy if they would have just made him like wrote a script for him to be like look you're going to act like you're fine. And then at the end, you're, you're going to come out as like you're full blown crazy. Like you yeah. wanted to show up to be, you know, you had this. It was just, I think in the menu, it was just kind of like 50 50 on that fence. And I didn't yeah. like how it was so you could take them this way, you could take them that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Did that- you guys like the, the final thing, the Dracula's blood, it just brings everyone back. Like everything's good, <laughs> yeah. even though yeah, the they just got massacred. Meeting,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I I wanted the um kind of director of the AA meeting, the assholes anonymous, to um expand on what they saw on the other side. I thought that would have been mm-hmm. funny, or like shown yeah. a little clip of them there with like I don't know a James Franco cameo of him playing somebody. You know, I th- that would have been funny.
1: Yeah. You know what great. I mean? Like
2: on the other side. Just...
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> so uh, that that uh, Dracula's blood at the end was real Dracula blood.
2: Yeah. It was yeah, it was his, and that's he healed all of them. That's why they were back.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah. If you could take one thing away from the movie, what, what do you think you would t- you, you would take away?
2: I know what you guys would take away. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Greg? I would probably agree with you. I think the Lobos, the whole. um, I think if they would have just done something a little bit different, like I don't say you incorporate a family of gangsters, but their end result is they're werewolves. I don't. I know. Mm -hmm. I know that's probably overplayed the whole vampire werewolf thing. But I think if you would have maybe incorporated that a little bit, and that's why they've been such a successful mob in that city, I think that would have worked out fairly well.
1: Yeah, and you could kind of do the Universal Monster thing. You're bringing in different types of characters from that universe. That'd be yeah, that's a good way of doing it. See, look, th- these
2: people are on strike. I'd be over there working for Universal <laughs> coupon, man. the burger, and I'll be. Doing oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm gonna get a call. Like, you said a coupon for Waterburger. Um,
0: yeah, Craig, and you know, if uh, I saw this on a, I was like some billboard or something, but I thought of you about it because you're, you're, you're a tech guy. You know, I don't know if it's the same position you are, but the Oklahoma City Thundering is hiring a bunch of tech people right now, starting between twenty-five and thirty-five bucks an hour.
2: You know, I would love to do that. I don't know if that is year round or seasonal. Um, Yeah.
0: Well, the position the position said full time.
2: I would I would like to you know do that. Hey, can I can I get like one percent of what they project Shea Gilgis Alexander Shea Gilgis Alexander's contract to be (laughs) four hundred million? Are you kidding me? One percent would be what four hundred thousand. Is that if
1: you, so, entire, if you can take on the entire, you can take on the entire IT infra, infrastructure. but you should be good.
2: I can dribble a ball while I'm doing it. Maybe that maybe <laughs> will up my
0: salary a little bit. If you, uh, if you had to pick out some favorite scenes, Zach, what would you what would you pick?
1: Um, <clears throat> the big one is them just recreating the 1931 Dracula scenes. I thought was seamlessly well done, and really anything with. Nicholas Cage being cagey as Dracula, I thought really worked. So those are the big two main things.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. The The first opening scene where it's in black and white. Um, and then I like how, you know, he he's done eating the bugs and gives the little kid with the ant farm the ant. And then he sees <laughs> yeah. them in there and he's like, give me that and just starts eating it. they are like, you're a monster.
0: Oh, yeah, that was funny. Or the scene where you know he's with Aquafina and she's like, "It's in your teeth. It's all over. (laughs) Just completely demolishing." it. yeah, that
2: was pretty funny.
0: That was funny. The opening scene to me was was great. Um, The introduction of Aquafina, her very first scene with the drug, you know, the traffic stop scene. That was fun. Um, Yeah, another corrupt
1: town with corrupt cops, though. Yeah, yeah, and I think another scene is really good. Is after like all kind of all hell broke loose and. Uh, um, Aquafina says to Renfield, "I'm not, I'm not eating your murder cookies." And they're just kind of talking about, "You're not a hero, you know. You've killed yeah. a lot of people." I thought that was that was a good scene as well. Yeah.
0: Um, what about the last fifteen minutes? Did you guys enjoy the? You know, any of those would be your favorite scenes, or you could just kind of live without the ending?
2: Um, uh I mean like but... the the going back to the AA meeting is pretty funny. Um the the whole him explaining that it's you know you don't really know if a vampire is dead, mm-hmm. so you kind of do anything and everything, you know, mixing the holy water with the, the concrete and um you know just kind of doing all that mm-hmm. kind of maybe a little bit of overkill, but it was still you know, it's kind of they threw in all the ingredients on how to kill a vampire at the end. I don't like how they didn't use the wooden stake. They didn't use a silver bullet. They didn't use garlic. They didn't use, yeah. you know, the the, it shows them kind of stuff and all of that. All they did was really that, that circle. You know, yeah. I wish they would have at least used some of those tropes to maybe kill some of the, the little mob men that
1: were down there. Yeah. The- they did use cocaine for the circle, so I guess they're using some.
0: Kind of like how the, 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 the two Corys did in the Lost <clears> Boys. <throat> if you guys missed out earlier, our top five, you can go back and listen to it. Our top five was uh our top five vampire movies. If you have... If you want to share your top five vampire movies, email away, and we'll read emails off next week. Star rating for Renfield. Zach, go first.
1: Hmm. I'll give it a seven. Honestly... <clears throat> it it was it was, I had fun with it. You know, like I said, I think all of us agree it's the same nitpicks that everyone has with it. It is what it is. I mean, they had to extend it out for at least a feature length film. Like I said, fifty percent of it's good. The other fifty percent is I could leave without it. But good perform the, the three main leads have good performances. Cage, Holt, and Aquafina were good. And um, I like how it. They pay respect and homage to the original Dracula. So I'll, I'll give it a seven
0: i I think I'm gonna go with a six. Um, you know, it's 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 not a, a terrible film. If you go in and just have fun with it, you're gonna enjoy Nicolas Cage, you're gonna laugh. Um Aquafina brings a lot to the table. Nick Cage and Nicholas Holt just they they do have a fun chemistry together in this movie. Um the ending in the Lobo store just wasn't for me, but um and I don't know about the rewatchability, because like I said, I had a I had a great time the first time around. And it was it was kind of a nitpicking shit show the second time around. So I don't know where the rewatchability lies with me, but I think I'm going to stick with a six for now. Uh, Craig, what about you?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with Zach. Uh, I know I, I said I really enjoyed it, but I do think it is just a seven for me. Um, I, you know, you guys have had multiple watches. It was my first watch, so I could really enjoy it even more. I could hate it even more. Uh, I think seven is kind of a happy median. I do think, however, this will build a cultish enjoyment for a lot of people. Um, I I think it just has that kind of Mm -hmm. feel to it.
0: Uh, let us know your star ratings for for Renfield. If you guys want to go check it out. Uh, it is currently on Peacock, so go check it out. Um, guys you ready to go back to school next week
2: Adley starts kindergarten
0: man we're going to school in a when? different kind of way. We're gonna check out oh, Battle Royale that's... next week
1: I saw what you August
0: the second um, you know this is this is a, a, a main focal point and breeding line breeding ground for. I believe, and what a lot of people believe, uh, the the writer of the Hunger Games got some of their ideas for the Hunger Games. At least that's what I think. Um, I don't know if those movies came out before or those those books came out before after, or after this. Um, yeah, after. But uh, Battle Royale next week, August second.
1: Uh, Zach, is this gonna be a first time watch for you? <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. Uh, yeah, this will be a first time watch for me. So. I'm interested to see um, the connectivity, the tissue that connects this and the hunger games. So I, I've heard it's like very well obvious, but I, I'll, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it. So
0: Craig, this is going to be my first time. I think since I showed you this movie way back when, so uh, I mean,
2: around I'm, 2010, yeah. 11. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I I've had it, bought it before then have it, have had it since, but I just haven't gotten around to watching it again. So I'll be watching it again before next week. Um, I believe it's free on Tubi and Crackle. Just Google it's, search Battle Royale.
1: Yeah, it's free on Tubi, Redbox, Voodoo, Amazon Prime, Plex, and Freebie. So you have multiple ways of watching it.
2: So. Yeah, I think this will be my... I think I started to watch it and got like 20 minutes in, and then I just never revisited it after that. But I think this will be, same as you, kind of my first full-time watch since that initial... But it, it stuck with me. I know when I watched it, I was like, man, that's that's a unique, interesting film, and it definitely uh, I I can say for certain it sprung inspiration for the Hunger Games. So yeah. that's
0: that's that's the uh the episode next week. Um other than that, guys, I would like to say, you know, it's been a, a great honor talking movies with you today. Um anything before we head out of here with we'll the final nail in the coffin for Renfield? Yeah.
2: no, no. No, good. I'm good. I, I gave my peace.
1: Craig go see Oppenheimer so we can talk about it.
2: I know. I know. I'll try to I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I will probably go tomorrow. In all honesty, I'll probably oh, go there and then I might do like a double feature with Adley. Call after... in. Just don't go to work tomorrow I, or Friday. And... We're busy.
0: Oppenheimer is out. There's that's <laughs> that's important right it's now. A three it's three a 3-hour
2: movie. I, I might as well have to take the day off. Yeah, it's a, technically
1: yeah. a 4. It's hour worth trip. it. It's a four-hour trip it. if
2: you look at it. Yeah, 30 minutes to the theater. Yeah. yeah it's, have it's have we gotten any emails
1: right. about it?
0: Not yet. I haven't checked emails. We're not doing emails today. Um, I'll get into emails this weekend, and uh, I'm sure there's emails about Oppenheimer, Barbie, Barbieheimer. Uh, I'm sure there's emails about a lot of stuff. So, guys, keep sending them in. Uh, I know there were some emails in the subject matter that said uh, ratings for... Renfield, so keep sending them in. Uh, we'll, we'll go through emails next week. No top five next week. No recent watches. We'll, we'll go through recent watches, but no top five next week. Um, so next week we will start off the month of August with Battle Royale. So um, until then, guys, have a good week. We'll see you next week for Battle Royale on a new episode of the Cinnamon Movie
1: but go later. see
0: go see Oppenheimer. Go. Go yeah. now. Oppenheimer. Go now. Log,
1: log now. off right now and go see.